Kane wants to make the run down that left side and he surges towards goal and comes across. Mora! Goal! Spurs have equalised! It's Lucas Mora who touches it in from six yards. Those Spurs fans miles up in the gods celebrate raucously because finally the deadlock's broken with five and a half minutes to go. It might be enough to take Spurs through to the knockout stages of the Champions League. And my goodness how that goal's been coming all through this second half. Welcome to the Spurs News Podcast, your home for all things Spurs. And now, let's join our hosts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new edition of the Spurs News Podcast. I am Sam, and I'm delighted to say I'm joined by my amigo, <laughs> Matt. Hey, you mate, you right? I had a good 12 hours sleep last night, so I'm, I'm back, in, back in the real world again. <laughs> well, yes, well, for those who do not know, Matt had the adventure of a lifetime going to Barcelona. Awesome, yeah, it was an adventure. Barcelona! <laughs> yeah. Um, it was an adventure. It was. Now, how much of this do you want to talk about publicly? Listen, I'm I'm going to just be honest and say exactly what happened. But you know, <laughs> I, 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 as I go through the story, I've just come to the realisation, although I made a massive cock-up in my travel plans, <laughs> I'm still so grateful to have, have had the opportunity to go there, which loads yeah, and yeah, loads of Spurs fans couldn't. So that's, I'm trying to take the positives out of it. Good man, good man. <laughs> well, I mean... Generally, this time of year, you know, the season of goodwill and all that stuff, people need a good reason to have a laugh. So your story <laughs> will give that to a lot of people. So well done. That's, that's good of you. Um, we we have some audio that you recorded whilst you were there. So I thought, if you'd like, I'll play the four clips. Um, you can chat about what was going on, you know, etc., etc. And then at the end of that, you can tell the whole travel story. <laughs> that sounds good, mate. That sounds good. Okay, so, so this is the first clip that you sent me. Okay, guys, so it's 8 in the morning here. I'm at Luton Airport. Uh, I've had a nice hearty breakfast. Um, flight leaves in about an hour, heading for Barcelona. Very, very excited. Um, I think it's going to be a great experience. Uh, I'll give you guys a, an update when I'm in Barcelona. Yeah, okay. I was I was look, I was really excited. I, 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 basically, I, I booked a flight. Uh, so what happened? So the reason why I was going out there in the first place is I think it was about it's when I messaged you guys. So it was about two or three days before the game. I, yeah, you did. I got yeah. offered a ticket. So it's very, very, very last minute. So I um, I found a flight um, going from Luton, which is for me is brilliant because it's my local airport. Uh, yeah. And going straight to Barcelona that got me in a, as you can hear from the audio. So I was I left about nine, got to Barcelona at midday, which was perfect. But what was even better? Uh, this this is the point in the story where I thought that the gods were on my side because one, mm. one of the um, one of the mums from my, my little boy's school works for Ryanair. She's cabin crew. So I yeah. I just on the off chance asked her on the Monday if she's got if she's working on Tuesday and what flight she's got and she said oh, I'm not doing the Barcelona one but I'm doing one that leaves at the same time from Luton so I'll give you a lift to the airport and like uh, I was so happy it's all falling into place. It, 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 at that moment it was all falling into place so yeah I um I, she, she gave me a lift to Luton airport so as you as you heard from there I'd had my breakfast and yeah. I, I was just buzzing absolutely buzzing you know I I, I turned up at the um at the uh, departure uh, lounge, to, like the gate uh, for our gate yeah. flight, and it was so odd because I've never been to a, an away. Well, I've been to a, away games in this country, but I've never been to an away yeah. game in Europe. 
And no. it was there was about 260 people on that flight, and I think I counted two women. And I, I know, obviously, <laughs> in the context of the flight, it was fair yeah. fine, but in just normal life, it was weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really yeah, weird. Yeah. yeah, no, it makes sense. <laughs> Um, okay, so this is the second clip. Now, this is, you are now, well, I'll play the clip and you can say where you okay, were. So I'm now on the train uh, from the airport into Barcelona, and this is the uh, musical accompaniment. That sounded amazing for a start. As you can probably guess, it wasn't the Spurs fans were making that. No, no. So basically, you you're on a train and there's just a live band on the train. Yeah, they were they were they were beggars, but they were a real step up from the ones you find in this country. Right. <laughs> so, so that's a mariachi band. Yeah. Wow, it was awesome. That's, that's, that's phenomenal. I was. It, do you know what? It, you know, you, obviously, you know when you when you land somewhere. And and you you know you know you kind of know don't you if you get a feeling where you are but as yeah. soon as I got on that train I'm like yep yeah, I'm in Spain <laughs> yeah yeah well they, yeah it's, it's hard to mistake that I mean I assume they were all wearing sombreros yeah, and had were. the mustaches as well yeah. with maracas yeah they no? okay well no I like that um so that's so basically that's from the airport is it yeah so You're I, on your way? so I got to the airport uh, got to Barcelona airport and uh, see. The, because it because it was such short notice, uh, I was trying my best to meticulously plan the trip. So, I kind of <laughs> wrote down this uh, what 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 yeah. what uh, train I needed to get from um, Barcelona Airport to. Because what I was going to do is basically I was going to get a coach in, uh, in the evening, so I needed to get a train yeah. to the coach station. So I'd written yeah. down all this plan and like you know gone onto the website and it says you need to change here, change there. Well, as mo- with most English people, we we don't bother to learn the language of the country we're going to. No, so this I, is true. <laughs> so I asked the lady behind the counter, didn't have a clue what I was saying. They said, get on that train, I think in Spanish. And I just kind of yeah. hoped for the best. And I thought, do you know what? I'm going to do what I always do. Just ask enough people until someone knows what I'm, what I'm asking. And then hopefully I'll yeah. get there eventually. That that plan I had to get to the coach station, I... I, I it was, I didn't see any of those stations, but but I somehow managed to get there <laughs> somehow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that this is you on your way to the stadium, and then we have another clip. <laughs> guys uh, coming in at Royal uh, Royal Square where obviously as you probably guess most of the Spurs fans are and funny enough we're outside a bar called Cane Room so very very happy name but uh, I haven't had a beer yet so I'm going to go and buy my first one I'll speak to you soon 
So basically, you're in Barcelona and you found a bar called Kane. A Kane Room, yeah, it's fantastic, yeah. isn't it? It was, um, I, I think it was called Royal. I'm pretty sure I think it was the Royal Square, either that or Royal Plaza, but one of them. But it was, um, I, I got there about uh, three o'clock. I got a cab from the from the coach station straight there. Yeah. And when I was there, you could tell some of them Spurs fans had been drinking since <laughs> since eight o'clock that morning. It was br- well, that, that, Ring must have done some <laughs> yeah, business. It must have attracted them, but it yeah. was just phenomenal. The at, the uh, atmosphere, it was just wow. Like you know, the, just you, you 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 know when you kind of. Um, you go somewhere, and, and it's one. I think it's a human instinct in us, isn't it? Where you always want to, if you're with your own, like if you kind of, like, I guess it's a tribal instinct, isn't it? And you know everyone's Spurs fans, so you're just yeah. like, oh, kind of like you know, I feel really comfortable here, you know, even yeah. though you don't really know anybody, you know. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, as soon as I finished that, making that audio clip, I headed to the bar, and funny enough, I bumped into an old work colleague who, um, ah. uh, yeah, who's a massive Spurs fan. So. The, the guys that I was meant to be meeting, they they were coming up later, so it worked out perfectly. So I, I didn't have to stand there by me by myself for a few hours. So my, me and my friend Scott, and he introduced me to his friend as well. And I just uh, drank with him, but he he um, he said, "Don't bother getting the beers in the in the because this came room. It was ten euros for a pint." So he said, oh, yeah. we, "We've worked out. We've been here uh, uh, since early this morning, so we're going to head around the back. There's a health license around the back." So he said, "I'll take you there." I just got an eight pack for about eight euros. So you can imagine like how hammered I was before I, by the time I got to actually going to the stadium. Well, well, I spoke to you on the phone. Oh yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. yeah. Well, so. well, I'm glad you remember it. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, you uh, you, you sounded merry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it wasn't a phone call that made me jealous at all. However, I do feel that perhaps this next clip, there may be a little bit of the green-eyed monster coming out, just letting you know in advance. All right, mate. This is clip four. So I'm at the ground at the uh, Camp Nou. It's, um, at the moment, the capacity looks a little bit like the Southampton game. Uh, hopefully there'll be a few more people here. I've got a, a null with me uh, from the Thing I Love Most show. Do you want to say hello, mate? Hello guys, how are we doing? All right. Yeah, it's um, it's looking good. No Messi and uh, Suarez start in the starting eleven. So fingers crossed, eh? Fingers crossed. Come on, you Spurs. Mafia. <laughs> it was just unbelievable. It's one of them things where you just have to pinch yourself that I was there. You know, it's just incredible. Yeah. It's it's because I, I um so I was in the in the home section they'd, they'd got me a ticket in the home section which kind of concerned me a little bit because I was thinking uh, you know if Spurs score and as I, as yeah. you hear the story it wouldn't have mattered anyway but if Spurs score you know am I going to be able to celebrate but it was really odd because we so I don't know if you, you ever see it on the camera but the, the away the away section is, is like with Newcastle it's right at the back yeah. and they have yeah. this pla- this kind of uh, plastic um like a, a wall thing, yeah, like, you no, know. I've seen a lot. Yeah. yeah. So they was all in there, and we we sat, we were sitting just in front of them. But there was loads of us. Like, like the, you know, you heard the uh, Nile, the, the guy I was with, and a couple of his friends. Yeah. But I'd say there was about eight, nine hundred Spurs fans with us in that home section, and it, I felt really sorry for this one elderly Barcelona fan in his Barcelona hat sat in amongst us because he's obviously sitting in the home end, but yeah. he's been surrounded by Spurs fans. It was so, so weird. And well, it, it could be worse. Did you know what? It, it, got, really, it got really surreal though, Sam, because um, we, we, from where we were sitting, it seemed like the Spurs fans in the actual way end weren't making much noise. And even yeah. now, I'm not convinced they were. I, I mean, I'd listen, if, if there are people listening that, that did go and they did make noise our way through I'm 
happily to be I'm happy to be corrected. Well, I I, I watched on TV yeah. and they they were loud as hell. Yeah, but we 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 like and I, I'm not just saying this, Sam, but we was making all the like. It's really weird. Like maybe they were right because I'd obviously I'd had a shed load to drink, right? But it just yeah. seemed, and this is this is this is what why it, it feels like it just it wasn't just me that felt that right. And this is where it got really sur- surreal because we as Spurs fans in front of that big uh, glass thing, yeah, plastic thing, were singing to the Spurs fans behind it. You're supposed to be away. <laughs> You're supposed to be away. Right? And then we was and then we started singing. Shall we sing a song for you <laughs> to them to the other Spurs fans? Well, that's just weird. <laughs> really weird. Genuinely, genuinely, that's what it was. Like, shall we sing a song for you? And you're supposed to be away. And and we was making so much noise. And what felt really weird was because um, we we didn't have any protection. Like we we was it, it, like it, we was basically exposed where we were. And yeah. we and I, I think you you even mentioned didn't you when we was chatting like, after the game that there was a. Room, like there was reports of um, Spurs fans getting hit by batons with the with, yeah, and I saw yeah, yeah. I saw that it was like where I was sitting. So I so I looked to my left and, and there was a massive scuffle there. And so really, I mean, if if I was stone cold sober, I would have kept my mouth completely shut where I was because we was yeah. really exposed where we were, and we clearly weren't ho- clearly weren't home fans, you know, because we was all singing Spurs songs the whole way. So yeah. really, like you know, it was it was really odd that it was us that were being the the bullshit of them all, you know. But that's how it was, genuinely, gen- genuinely, it was yeah. it was like it's strange. Like because someone's we, we spoke to one, one of our friends was in that in the way end, and he said, "No, no, we was making noise." But I think probably what might have been the problem is when you look back, they were they were sitting down. The fans were sitting down. And well, it would appear that when they were standing up, someone's steward went in it load of them. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Maybe they were being told to sit down, and it's and yeah. they got these big plastic screens, which were probably dampening yeah. the sound as well. Well, they they know that. They know that Barcelona, don't they? They know it's a football club. They're going to keep their way. Yeah, they're. Um, uh, to be honest with you, I, I love the city of Barcelona, uh, and I've always had a, a soft spot for the team Barcelona as well. But it, just seeing some of the stuff, the way Tottenham fans were treated on the evening, mm. like the stuff behind the screens. Mm. Um, there, there's a video being circulated now. It's very easy to clip videos and make it. You know, you can take them out of context, but. Just going from the video clip I saw, you had uh, two guys in their 40s, 50s were stood and were asking for directions of what to do because they're basically, it was like they were all crammed in there and there weren't enough seats. Yeah, sure. And so they were asking for directions and the steward just took a baton and cracked him around the back of the head. Jesus. And then about three other Spurs fans obviously jumped in between and and you just hear these people saying over and over again, you can't do that, what are you doing? What and you know what have we done? And then smack someone else goes again, oh. and then like load more stewards appear, and you know the, the video I saw ended. Now there are other videos from different angles showing the same incident. Yeah, but sure. That one, you I actually saw the start of it, or I think it's the start of it. Now, like I said, now videos can be clipped. For all I know, thirty seconds before that Spurs fan took a shit on that guy's foot. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. you, I don't have a clue. And and it's very dangerous to make assumptions based off a clip yeah, video. Sure. But yeah, still. I do know it's been passed to the club and I do know the, the supporters trust who were there um, are also looking at it. So, yeah, there was there were a few things that were a little bit disappointing about that. But let's, let's sort of kick that to one side because um, you... <laughs> Made quite possibly the the 
Today, and because of the result, I can say it's the funniest mistake <laughs> I think I've ever known anyone make. I need, I need you to make cheer me up, not make me feel worse, Sam. <laughs> so, uh, go on, mate. Tell the story. Right, so, so, uh, so, I, so when earlier when I was talking about planning, planning the trip, and it was really short notice, getting back, so it cost me over 200 euros, that flight from uh, Luton to Barcelona. Yeah. Now, to fly home the next day, I needed to get back that day. I couldn't stay more than another night. So, if I was to fly home, if I'd have, been, if I'd have flown home from Barcelona uh, direct the next, mo- next morning, you were looking at, for any flight that didn't invo- involve like a 14-hour layover somewhere, you were looking at over 300 quid, which I just couldn't do. I couldn't afford and couldn't do. So, a friend of mine uh, at school, and now I'm, maybe I'm realising why, because he admitted to me that he's an Arsenal fan and uh, he, when he used to tra- travel to Barcelona this is what he did suggested getting a coach to Toulouse and then from Toulouse you can get a cheap flight now that seemed like a brilliant idea so I, I figured the, 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 the game kicked off at 8 it finished at 9.45 the, co- the uh, coach left Barcelona at 11.45 gets me to Toulouse uh, for 6 o'clock the flight from Toulouse at eight o- uh, 9 o'clock in the morning it was €4.99 Fantastic! You know why isn't everyone doing this? Until someone mentioned to me when when we was going to the ground, I said we'd better hurry up. And they, I said the kick off's at eight. And he was like, no, it's not. It's nine o'clock. I was like, oh yeah, the time goes forward, doesn't it? And hang on a minute, that means that if I leave the ground when the when the game finishes, I'm not going to be able to get to the coach station in time because there's going to be ninety thousand fans coming out, and I'm never going to be able to get a taxi, which means I'm going to have to leave the game early. I'll tell you what, I'll leave the game after 80 minutes, right? Because nothing's going to happen in the last 10 minutes, right? So I'll leave in the 80th minute, I'll get a taxi, I can listen out for any other, any, any, any scores, can't I? I won't, I won't miss anything. Oh dear, I'm, uh, yeah. Now I had a phone call from you when you realised this. And it, and it had this, this phone call of kind of like desperation. And I different. think you'd, you'd had a few drinks, yeah, let, let's put it that way. But the, the desperation in your voice came across as like, Sam... <laughs> Turn back time. You know, it, it was just kind of like, I'm ringing you. I need you to fix this. <laughs> I'm, I'm going, well, what time? What time? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I just need, need fixing. Oh, um, so, yeah, I mean, that was hilarious. Oh. Now, I knew watching the game, though, and bear in mind that I am stressed out in this game. I, we on. are battering them. Yeah, we was. And I, and I knew that around 80-something minutes, you were going to have to leave. Mm. So of course, eighty-four minutes. I think on a clock, we we equalise. Oh, no. So my first thought is, I have no idea if you saw that, <laughs> and if you saw it, are you thinking, screw it, I'm going to have to stay. <laughs> I can't leave now. <laughs> if you were halfway out and heard a roar, and you're thinking it wasn't loud enough to be a barfing, <laughs> oh, it must be us. And so I, I put it on our uh, Spurs News chat. I put it on there, like, go on. I'm thinking, and obviously you check the Facebook page for the updates yeah. that you post during every game, like everybody does. Yeah. So I'm thinking, he's going to know. So I'm just sort of sat there waiting. And, of course, now I'm, I'm so intent on the game and everything that's going on, which we'll chat a little bit more about in a moment. But, yeah, yeah, i I got to admit, mate, after, after the result, so after I knew we were through and I had that relief... I did laugh my ass off about the fact <laughs> you travelled all the way to Barcelona to watch 80 minutes of us losing 1-0 oh, no. <laughs> to leave so four painful. minutes before we equalised and then miss the celebrations of us making it through. 
I, I can't decide. It just, yeah, I mean, it's just brilliant. Like I, I uh, like, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I've had twelve hours sleep because I, I didn't sleep. <laughs> I couldn't sleep on that coach or anything. No. no. So I, I was like yesterday. I was like, you know, really, really tired. And when you're really tired, you don't think things through straight. And nope. it's gonna, it's one of them things where it's. I'm gonna look back and really, really, really regret it. Like really. Regret oh it, no! Don't. Know? It makes because, it brilliant. Because I, I um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like. It, how like I keep saying to myself, right? So, I'm lucky. I'm lucky that I went out there. I'm lucky that I was in the new camp. I know I've missed the the, the the icing on the cake, the best bit of it, uh, which I'm you know absolutely devastated about. But it's it's just even though I was lucky, I feel like it's gonna. I'm gonna just really regret it from the point of view that how often does these things happen? How often are we in the new camp? And how yeah. often do we need to equalise in the new camp? And we do. And 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 to be told by a taxi driver on the on the way to a coach in Barcelona to be told to equalise but I, it's funny because now I'm now I've had a good sleep and my my mind's kind of like more yeah. you know th- in in when I when I actually think about it although I'm gutted and I think I really regret it even when he told me I was obviously happy that we'd like it was a mix of yes and oh yeah. I missed it but I I was and I think the overriding thought going through my mind is I need to get home safe. So yeah. although football's football and we, and we you know we love Tottenham, you kind of your self preservation has to come first, doesn't yeah, it? You know? always, yeah, always. And, and I was kind of in a in a in a city that I've never been to before, and I had to go back to the coach station. And when I got to the coach station, it was shut, so I had to sort of leapfrog over some fence and stuff, and it was quite hairy, like you know, because you, you're in the <laughs> in the dark there, you know. And I'm not I'm, yeah. I'm not a small fella, but at the same time, I don't think I'd fancy myself against a few local Spanish. People, so <laughs> so I, I kind of like I was just more more concerned about getting home, you know. That was my concern. So although you know, if if I if I was a if I was a twenty four year old with no with no kids, no, no wife, or any responsibilities, mate, I would have one hundred percent stayed. I would have just stayed in the yeah, game, yeah. worked out. I would have gone home three or four days later, you know. But yeah. unfortunately, the, the, my, my life's responsibilities meant that even though it was such an amazing moment. I had to. I had see, to miss it, you know. See, for me, it makes it just the best story, <laughs> right? You know, if if we'd lost the game or whatever, then you you just keep quiet. About oh no, it, I could it? have but happily. For me, kept it quiet. makes it. It makes it. You, yeah, you should embrace it, man. When I you tell so. the story, I went to the, the the new camp in Barcelona and I watched eighty minutes of Tottenham losing. Um, the, this does raise a really good, valid point, though, um, which I think the fellow Spurs news admins raised. Which is, you do realise that means you're not allowed to go and watch us in the next round. No, yeah. Because clearly you being <laughs> there just messes us up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't. But, um, I don't you all a favour by leaving. <laughs> just, just talking, talking about the game then, because uh, obviously we chatted about your your special journey. Watching on TV, um, the first ten minutes aside, where we looked a little bit shaky, they got that goal from a from a error from Kyle Walker Peters. Um, I thought we dominated the game. Yeah. Um, I know they had a couple of good chances, but I, I felt that they were sort of like counters with Coutinho in the post twice. Mm-hmm. How did it feel watching it there? Did it feel like we were really in it? Because watching it, it was like we were missing chance after yeah. chance after chance, yeah. and it was just like, oh wow, this is not going to go in. It's it's one of those ones, isn't it, where you're you're thinking it's it's not going to be our day, you know? When no. but but at the same time, I was saying we deserve something out of this game 
we absolutely deserve. It's not. It, it wasn't me being biased. It was just my observation of the game. You know, yeah. I, I, yeah you know, there was there was it was people were saying it's the B team, the Barcelona B team, and they no, did they didn't. It wasn't. No, they, they rotated out about four or five yeah. players like we've done. Yeah, loads of absolutely. Times. And they, they, but it was still a bloody. Yeah, assault. well, there you go. Yeah, exactly. They had like you know Coutinho, didn't they? Dembele, Rakitic. They had yeah. some players that play in their first. It was so weird because you just you, you go to the new camp and you just expect them to roll you over every time, no matter who they put out, don't don't you? Because it's it's, yeah. it's Barcelona, but it wasn't like that at all. It, it it genuinely felt like we was the team playing at home, which is just such an odd thing to say, saying that we were playing Barcelona at the new camp. You know, it, we we, des- we deserve. You know, we got the goal obviously, yeah. and we deserved yeah, we it. Good. We absolutely deserved it. And there was no, it wasn't a game where. Um, <clears throat> Where you're like, oh god, I'm so glad we got, we nicked that that goal at the end. That was the least we deserved. The least we deserved. I think. No, I agree. I mean, we we just, we created enough. It does highlight a little bit of a problem, which I think every Spurs fan knows, is that we still lack an ability to be clinical sometimes. Mm. You know, like we played that game at Man United Old Trafford, and we had like three chances to beat them three 0 <laughs> yeah, like yeah. nuts. Yeah. And we all kind of looked at it and like, if we were that lethal in games where we're dominating, we would destroy teams. Yeah, yeah. And I'm and I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, you see the difference between us, us Liverpool and Man City right now. It is actually purely down to that clinical incision because Man City and Liverpool are beating teams four 0 five 0 five one or whatever. And they're they're because they're being that clinical. If we add that, whether that's uh, acquisition of a player, you can add something to us or or what. I don't know, but that seems to be the big difference for me at the moment. Now, I just want to read this to you because I thought it'd make you laugh. My favourite tweet cool. I saw whilst we were battering them but hadn't scored. Right. This game sums up my dating life in 2018. So much hard work but no chance of scoring. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that, that got me. Yeah, it was, true, <laughs> it was one of those that really got me. Um, now, we won the game, um, which... No, due to game. So we we went through. It felt like. Did I miss another goal, Sam? It it felt like we won the game. Um, I honestly, the the feeling. Oh, this is a bit of fun because you missed this, and it possibly could have been your death if you'd been there, if you'd been watching on TV like I was. So, full time whistle goes, and the game between PSV and Inter is still going on. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching the game to post the result on our Facebook page okay mm. so I've got our result written in I've, I'm have i waiting to add the PS3 into the result and obviously say we're through or to say sadly we're out Yeah. the Spurs fans are watching on their phones they're watching PS3 versus Inter on their phones <laughs> yeah. in the stand yeah, yeah. and at the very last minute Inter Milan go through and nearly score and a defender for PS3 comes in with just a tackle out of the Ledley King drawer yeah, and denies it. Yeah, and yeah. the Spurs fans celebrate like that's it. <laughs> yeah. Because they went mental. Because obviously all of them were holding their breath thinking, oh no, we're about to get knocked yeah, out. Yeah, after all of this, yeah, yeah. Because they've celebrated like mad, I've hit the post thinking, we're done, the game's over, yeah. bang. So I've posted, it's full time, we're through. I then look back on the screen and BT Sport have put the game on and showing that it's still carrying on. Oh, 
It was four minutes added on, and we're now in the 95th minute, and the referee's oh, wavered and they keep going. Oh, so I'm now in this awful position. What do I do? I've posted that. Now, I'm like, I can't tempt fate. I've got to delete it. Oh, I cannot tempt fate. So I've gone straight on that Facebook page, and I've deleted it. Oh, you deleted it. The minute I deleted it, full-time whistle, oh, no. so I had to write it and post it again. But I was not taking no, that chance. Don't. I, I was no way I was oh. going to be the one that posted it just as inter-scored. Oh, you know, but yeah, so the fans celebrated that tackle like mad. The players on the pitch are looking up at them thinking, oh, that's it. Yeah. So they're all congratulating each other. They look across to the bench and Pox going, no, no it's they're not. still playing. <laughs> so it's utter confusion in the stadium. And then eventually, obviously, the full-time whistle goes there. Our fans go nuts again. The players are then, like, celebrating like you wouldn't believe. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah, it was... To be honest with you, in the years me and you supported this club... It's nights like this we used to dream about. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the, we used to watch Champions League football when it was on ITV. I'm sure you're the same. We used to watch Man United every season and stuff like that, you know, supporting the English teams, yeah. except for Arsenal. Yeah. Um, but we used to watch, you know, when it was on ITV, everyone used to watch it. Mm. And now we're in that and we're having those nights. And it just it just felt really special. And, and do, you know what, do you know what as well? You, you're right. It, you know, for, for our generation who've, just it's like when when Martin Niol took over and he started getting yeah. us into the Europa League and we're like yeah that was good wow yeah. we're in Europe this is so yeah. you know and, and now the thought of being in the Europa League no thanks you can keep it but, yeah. but even looking at it more short term you know when you look at that when in this in this 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 campaign the third game in what was it so we'd lost the first two hadn't we and we'd drawn the third yeah. one against PSV so we had one point <laughs> out of nine yeah what who like what odds would we have got in qualifying it was just it's over the cha- don't because I know someone who put 20 quid on it oh really oh, they must yeah. have made a killing out of it oh uh, well I'm not going to name him because he's a friend and I don't know if that's the right thing to do because his missus also listens right, yeah, don't don't she's say. aware of his gambling addiction <laughs> right now but yeah he um he made a lot of money and he sent me the because when when he then he sent me the odds he went oh that's worth a punt isn't it? and I was like no what what were the odds uh, it was about 40-something to 1, 44 to 1, I think. Yeah, and he put 20 quid on it. Do the math. Oh, and if you're, if you're listening, Lisa, you deserve a really good Christmas present. <laughs> um, that's I'm in so much trouble. Oh, I was I, talking about the minute. I, do you know what? I'm generally tempted to edit this bit out. I probably won't, <laughs> but I, he Just, is going to be... Pissed. I'll tell you what, just bleep out her name, like, like, like we bleeped out uh, the other yeah, person. Yeah, no, no, no. I can't bleep out her name like I did that, Judas. I can't put her in that bracket, she's lovely, and she deserves a nice Christmas present. Um, mate, uh, Barcelona game, uh, but we have a very special uh, version of your Matt stats, I believe. We do. So, it's time for... Now it's time for Matt's Stats on the Spurs News Podcast. Right, so this, I've got a stat and I thought I'd, I'd read this one out and then kind of fluff it up a little bit with some of the other sort of sort of mini stats that go with it. But our friend okay. Dan uh, provided it to us, and I think it was yesterday, and it is yeah. a, it really sums up how, how, how amazing 
the result was like to get the result yeah. and, and the way we played so Tuesday's, Tuesday night's game was the first time in 72 group stage fixtures that Barcelona have had less possession than their opposition now ah. 72 group stage fixtures equals 12 years so the first time in 12 years in the group stage that they've had less possession and what makes it even an even more amazing stat it was at the new camp yeah <laughs> it's unbelievable it's unbelievable. I mean, I looked. I looked at the actual kind of statistics in the game, and some that sort of um, sprung out. So, in regards to possession, we had so it's only slightly more, say fifty-one point two to their forty-eight point eight, but still, it's more possession. So, we had seventeen shots on uh, seventeen shots. They had fourteen shots. We had yeah. seven on target to their three on target. Uh, we had four hundred and sixty-five passes to their four hundred and forty-three passes. Now, we outpassed Barcelona in the new camp. Yes, we did. That that is that doesn't happen, does it? I know it did happen, but it doesn't happen. I mean, not, did yeah, I just I go? F- I feel like I've gone through the same vortex that I did when Leicester won the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's hoping, it's and it's in our favour. Yeah. Well, talking about that, talking about that uh, Leicester winning the Premier League. I, when I was in the queue, oh god, this is the thing when you're out when you're out there and there's a lot, lot of people drinking. That there was there was the bars obviously weren't designed for a lot of people so there was just one toilet uh, for all of us <laughs> you are so joking. yeah one toilet so you can imagine every time you go to the toilet you had to join a queue of about sixty fellas like you know and the, the guy behind me um, he, I think he said he, he worked for one of the uh, media companies I can't remember which one it was but he said that he's put a bet on this mo- he said he put it on that morning of Spurs winning the Premier League and he got odds of a hundred <laughs> hundred to one. Yeah. Now that's not yeah. bad for considering we're third in the table, is it really? Yeah, yeah. But if you've actually watched football this season, it's pretty obvious who's going to win the league. <laughs> Listen, Leicester, Leicester just come out of nowhere, didn't they? So not that I'm yeah. going to put anything on, but he put twenty quid on. No, a hundred to one, I'd I'd be tempted to put just to put a fiver on. on. Yeah. Um, because let's face it, I spent a fiver on crap anyway. So well, I, just... <laughs> I, I don't know if we're going to cover it, Sam, but I um I I, I sacrificed a fiver, didn't I, for a uh, a bet against the uh, the the um, fate odds, the Leicester game, didn't I? So... No, we're we're not going to discuss it. I, I was I was going to let you go on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough stick with the Barcelona game, haven't I? <laughs> yeah, stick stick to Barcelona, stick to Barcelona. Um, do you know there was a stat I saw, um, and I don't unfortunately I didn't write it down, but. Um, maybe we'll have a look at it, but someone's put together uh, Harry Winks' pass accuracy and like a, a pass map for him okay. for his games in the new camp and his game at the Bernabeu. Sure. Um, and basically, then just generally him in the Champions League for Tottenham. Okay. Um, th- it was put together by Marca, the the basically Real Madrid owned sports publication. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they love him. Yeah. He's half Spanish, isn't um, he? Uh, is he half Spanish or a quarter Spanish? Uh, he's he's got uh, Spanish. I'm not quite sure. And parents what, uh, or something. But if you listen to him talk, I mean, he's the Enfield Eniesta. That's, that's <laughs> the, I love it. Yeah. Um, he. I thought he was brilliant. Um, I don't know what it was like watching live, but yeah, he, was good. he picked the ball up. Um, if he ever misplaced a pass, he won it back. Yep. You know, tenacious little sod. Yeah. Um, you can see why Pock loves him. You know, mm. he, he plays the ball, plays the game with his head up, and if he ever does lose it, he's very quick to get stuck in. Mm. But I tell you, and this is just amazing to me that I'm about to say this, but I tell you who impressed me the most, and there were so many performances. Like Ericsson was out of this world, mm-hmm. man of the match for me. Mm-hmm. 
Lucas and Lamella came on and made an impact. Sonny played really well. Kane was phenomenal. Um, Toby and Jan looked, you know, looked like they played together since they were kids. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, they have. They have. You know, <laughs> they, you know they're just seamless. Uh, I think Hugo played well. He did. Uh, I thought Danny Rose looked just sensational. Um, and if he could have finished that one where Kane put him through, it would have been a goal that'd live in our history mm. forever. And I could have seen it as well. <laughs> and you'd have seen that. Um, no, I'm talking about one after. Um, basically, we went to one one okay. within a minute. Kane put. Rose oh, through really? one on one, oh, and wow. he hit a shot, blasted it over the bar. Um, but yeah, another day. If that had found a corner, yeah, we'd have been well off off the charts, mate. Yeah. Um, but I gotta mention Sissoko. I cannot get over the difference in this player. Now you can see he's got his confidence again, yeah. and you can see that the fans are backing him, and he's he's it's like he's growing every game. Mm. And the the main reason why I'm going to pick up on him is Carl Walker-Peters, that for a Champions League debut is hell. Yeah. To get a pass come to you and to miscontrol it and they go on to score in the opening seven minutes, nightmare, you know, nightmare scenario. To then be booked a few minutes later, I'm watching it thinking this is hell, this kid's brilliant and he's just having a nightmare. And my biggest worry with young players is sometimes is when stuff like that happens, they never recover. You know, it's like so difficult. Like their confidence is just gone. Mm. But he then made a block against Coutinho, which was probably goal saving. Genuinely was. Watching it on TV, you could see it was just going straight in if he hadn't blocked it. Mm. He also settled into the game. And the reason why is because Sissoko, probably told to by the bench, and I'm not saying he did this off his own back, but Sissoko just completely helped him. Yeah. Sissoko changed from where he was, he basically became a standing right back, right wing back, and just helped protect him until he settled into the game. Yeah. And then once he settled into the game, those two, they were overlapping each other for fun, and yeah. they became an absolute threat. And Sissoko then slotted in it right back, you know. Um, That's what like we took Kyle Walker, Kyle Walker yeah, off, yeah. Yeah, he took him off because he was on a yellow card and it just made sense, you yeah. know. The kid, he's a young kid, we got to bring an attacking player on. Sissoko's basically been rotating back there and they just played brilliantly. He, he really showed a, a side to his game again, which I didn't know existed, which is a kind of disciplined. Um, and just and it, and the guy's engine's phenomenal. Yeah. You can understand now why Pock just persevered with him. It's it's a it's a test. It's an absolute testament to Pochettino as well because when when we signed him, you know yeah. we paid thirty million and everyone's going it's overinflated. Not I can remember. And you probably had the same. I can remember tweet after tweet from Newcastle fans just yeah, roundly just mocking us. You know, saying you yeah. you bought a dud, and then yeah. like for the first couple of years, everyone's agreeing he's and he's getting on the stick, yeah. but. You know, Pochettino. I mean, like, I'm 40, but even if I was younger and I turned up at the take training ground, Pochettino's not going to turn me into a professional football player. You know, so there, no. there's 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 obviously a lot there with him. But Pochettino has just tapped into it. He's tapped into everything he needs to yeah. to to get the player that we have. We're seeing now. And, yeah. and the interesting, if when we'd signed him, his performances were at this level we're seeing right now. Yeah, everyone would have gone. That was money well spent. Yeah. You know, you look at what thirty million buys you in this market now. That it's money well spent. Mm. So, and and the the fact that he's covering in it right back, right wing back, central midfield. You know, he's offering options, contact, and he is running first minute to the ninety first mm. minute. Mm. 
he is covering every blade of grass and he is constantly taking the ball forward. Him and Winks driving into space was just a sight to behold. Mm-hmm. Every time they gave him space, they just powered forward. And Barcelona were like completely rattled by it. And Ericsson's ability to pick a pass was just amazing. Oh yeah, I can't I can't talk enough about it really. Yeah. I was I was blown away by so many individually. Um a little bit disappointed that so many fans decided to turn on Carl so quickly. You know, yeah, he made a mistake and he was getting slammed left, right and centre. You know, you, you can't make mistakes at this level. Well look guys, everybody makes mistakes, nobody's perfect. Yeah. Um, if Kane had made that mistake, people would have again gone, ah, bloody hell. But that's it. You make a mistake, you move on. And something I saw was that Danny Rose was the first player to go over to him, really? picked him up, told him to focus, yeah. get back to the game. Yeah. yeah and, and that's it. Yeah. You know, you just. I, uh, I think that's the thing, isn't it? That, um, you know, we've got. A- We've always had a young squad, haven't we? But we've, yeah. we've got we've got players in that team. Like I mean, Danny Rose isn't you know he's still what in his sort of late twenties, isn't he? He's not kind of yeah. like. But yeah. you, you've got players of wealth of experience there, and there's other, and been, like yeah. and like with Sissoko as well. I mean, you know he's got plenty of experience. So you know you've got players on, on that pitch that can talk to the younger players, and you know they know what to say. They wouldn't say they've been there, done it, because like you know even Danny Rose, I don't think he's probably had a game like that. For, you know, for for club, but they've they've they've, they've still got the experience of, of of you know playing in high intensity matches yeah. matches. You know, and they they and an arm around the shoulder from an, an experienced player is, is something that probably Kyle Walker Peters desperately needed, and that's what he got. He did. You know, so. Yeah, he needed it in that moment. Yeah. And you you only had to see how well he then went on to play yeah. to show that that his players around him having faith in him. The fact he's been integrated into this squad for the last few years, although he's not played a lot of games, he, he clearly they all hold him in a high regard. None of them were rolling their eyes like, oh, yeah, great, you know, fresh meat makes the mistake. Yeah, they sure. were all just like, it could have happened to any of us. Come on, let's get on yeah, with it. Yeah. And it's true, it could have done. There was one other thing I just wanted to pick up, and then I'll, I'll stop talking about the Boris <laughs> game, and that was um, missed opportunities with dark arts. Now, I am not a fan of people feigning injury and all this crap. I, the whole rolling around on the floor like you've been shot, the referee books someone, then you jump right back up, yeah. makes me want to scream. But at the same time, I am well aware that we as a club have just been too nice. Yeah, and yeah, we've been like all smiles. And and unfortunately, Juventus last year took advantage of that. Teams before have taken advantage of that. Great. and we've ended up losing the games and it's naive. Yes, I agree. Um, Vermaelen went over the top of the ball, two-footed and on Winks. I tell you right now, if Winks had hit the deck screaming, that was a red card. Mm, mm. It, it really would. It would have been. But the fact that Winks, he just rolled the ball, got up, carried on, referee was let off. He didn't have to make a decision. You know, the player saved him. Sonny has gone through. Only Vermaelen's on him. Vermaelen kicks his legs, but Sonny stumbles, but stays on his feet. Sonny goes down screaming. That's red card. Mm. Last defender. Mm. It's little things like that. Yeah. That if I was a coach at Spurs, I'd probably on the video say, "Just look. Just have a think." You know, and this isn't. I know it sounds like I'm saying, "Right, let's let's cheat. Let's get players sent off." And and perhaps I am, and perhaps it's not right. But I, I've watched European competition long enough to know that if you don't have that street wise edge. You tend not to win, you know. The happy, smiley, oh, we're just here to make up the numbers approach doesn't win you trophies. 
I, I, Sam, so, I completely agree, mate. Completely agree. Yeah. I, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. That you, it's not something. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. No. Like I'm not comfortable with it. But it, it is completely what you're saying. It's naivety not to do it. Now I, I've yeah. I've been to a, and I've, I've I've mentioned this I think on a on a previous podcast with you about the dark arts, and I, I see it a lot with Chelsea. Like I, I've seen since, since that Mourinho. I know he's not at Chelsea anymore, but since Mourinho days at Chelsea, they've got that about them. They've they seem to always they yeah. seem to have kept it even since he's gone, and it can be. Intensely and frustrating. Like I've I've been to an FA Cup semi final. Was it two years ago when we played them? Yeah. And also that game, the first game at the at Wembley in the in the Premier League last season yeah. as well. And yeah. both of them, oh god, it, you you just it's, it's, as a well, fan of the of the other of the opposition, it's so annoying and so frustrating because you can clearly see that they're just wasting time or they're yeah. trying to manipulate the referee. Well, the battle of the works. bridge happened because they made a snap yeah. by doing that. Yeah. And yeah. unfortunately it became a fight and it ended up being a draw. Mm. We shouldn't have allowed that to happen, you know, we but we were a young side and we've been fired up all week with all the crap they've been saying. We get on the pitch, we go two nil up and they turned it into a fight. And unfortunately it's just what happened. Um I I'm still of the belief that unfortunately you do need a, an edge to to you as a team and I think there were two opportunities I think a few people would have seen it and probably hearing me say it now would think on it as well that you could have had Vermaelen sent off yeah, and yeah. Barcelona down to 10 men don't get me wrong it changes the game completely because of course the team goes down to 10 men they could just shut the door and that's it mm. and we might not have ever got our goal yeah, so sure. you can't ever say anything but in tight games and stuff like that, getting decisions and things, it's just something I think we need to look at. Yeah, I agree. I'll tell you what, uh, before we, we we close up with uh, with yep. the game, and I know you mentioned him, you were saying about you know, highlighting some of the players that, that, that deserve praise. For me, my memory um, when I was there of a player that just uh, t- uh, typifies what we like now is Lamella. Now he, oh, yeah. he came on as a sub, didn't he? But yep. he, he's, all, he's one of them players that it, it, uh, it's uh, so tenacious, like it's a little tenacity about him. Oh yeah, he came on and kicked people left, yeah, right, and centre. But it, it's funny because you sort of look at him. And I know, like he's bulked up a bit since his injury, but he's still not the sort of player when you look at him, you think he's that type of player. But I'm sorry, mate, but if I saw Lamella in like a dark alley, I would not want to make eye contact. He looks like a psychopath. <laughs> I love him, but yeah, you look at his eyes and look, oh, mate, no, <laughs> the eyes, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, he when he came on, he just mixed, he just got in, got stuck in, and you know, a team like Barcelona, who you know, their 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 games, their passing, the pretty football, isn't it? They they hate yep. playing against those type of players, don't they? Yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah and I, I so I just when he came on, yeah, fantastic. It was really good to see him, and I, I for me, I. You know, you've got the Fab Four now, haven't you? That he's going to struggle to break break into. But I've got you know, if players like him now and Suzuko that probably a year or so ago, yeah, I'm happy for them to be subs. But you know, let's keep yeah. them subs. I just they're, they're they're coming on so much that now when we get injuries, you're happy to have the likes of Lamella and Suzuko playing. You know, because they they are just. They, they, they've improved so much over well, the last year. having to rotate a lot more so they're getting more game time, which helps. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so Barcelona obviously wasn't our only game in the last week. We beat Leicester 2-0 uh, at their ground. Yeah. Um, 
clean sheet for one member last week. Someone said we, we never go. get a clean sheet. There we go. So that was nice. Yep. Um, and it wasn't a draw uh, either. It was kind of a straight... Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're attempting a... Fa- I mean, there ain't a lot to say about it. Uh, because unlike most Tottenham games this season where we've kind of been stressed out of our eyeballs and either scraped it over the line or whatever, I felt pretty comfortable. I felt we managed the game well. Um, I felt 2-0 was a pretty solid reflection. I thought Leicester offered nothing, no. um, really. And, yeah, I, I don't know about you, but it felt the most comfortable win we've had over them. It, and Delhi's 50th goal being a mirror of his first is hilarious. Bizarre. It's really fun, isn't it? Because sometimes you get things that happen in life that if you'd have written that in a book as a as a story, people would have thought, that yeah. doesn't sound very realistic, does it? No. But it's it was almost. I mean, it wasn't exactly the same. But, no, but if, if you'd like, yeah. And for it to be both at Leicester, the first and the fiftieth, you, you couldn't make that kind of stuff up, could you? And and almost identical style of goal. Yeah, yeah, it was, wasn't it? it? The, the, the diving <laughs> header thing. I mean, I, I've seen a few people have spliced the videos so you can watch them happen. And yeah, yeah the, I mean, poor Michael's face when he saw Delhi arrive. Like, not again. <laughs> not again. Yeah, please. Yeah. Um, it, it, I it was Delhi boss that game. Yeah, I he, thought he was phenomenal, and he was yeah. very good against Barcelona again as yeah, well. He, he's he's yeah he's it's been one of them Deli Ali's been one of them players I think obviously because we forget even now how young he is don't we I mean like he's, yeah. he was eight was eighteen when he when he came yeah. over so he, I think for him like he's he's always had that ability obviously he's always that ability I mean it's a stupid thing to say but you know yeah. he, he scores goals I mean a Crystal Palace goal I mean that was like a highlight but funny enough talking about that Crystal Palace game I remember talking to someone who was at the game and they said that he was getting stick because he was yeah. really like you know not getting involved in the game and then he scored that goal and it was all forgotten but we, we, <laughs> we're seeing now we're not hearing about oh can, Delhi can score goals and he can assist in the right place but he goes missing for long periods of time he's not he's not anymore is he you know he's yeah. really added that side to his game so it, it, not, not only not only is he kind of important from a goal scoring and assist point of view, but it's important from from where where he's from his position in midfield. You know, he's, he's kind of he's getting stuck in, yeah. isn't he? And he's finding the passes and he's becoming really like you know f- for us one most like almost like Harry Kane, where you just can't drop him. You know, he's like one. You know, you write you write the first eleven if they're all fit, and obviously Harry Kane's the first name written down. Then Deli Ali's second. You know, he's. Yeah. It brings so much to our to our game, and the fact he is so young, he's so young. He's, I mean, he's not. It's going to be another four or five years before he hits the, his peak of his career. Yeah. It's ridiculous, yeah, if, isn't it? If he can, <laughs> if he can manage the injuries that he's had this season, then the back end of last, um, and you know, we can be managed rightly, which we we appear to be really focusing on managing the players correctly. Yeah. I mean, he's going to have a great career. Yeah, I and agree. I hope that the vast majority, if not all of it, is with us. Yeah, I mean, I, I, he's a joy to watch. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if if listen, if we if we start winning trophies, if we start becoming a force, then I can't see him leaving. But if we don't, then I don't feel like it. Like I feel like if I know you've said that you you know with Harry Kane, you could see him leaving. Yeah. But for me, Deli Ali, I think if we sort of go another three or four years and we haven't won anything, then. I, I can see him going, and I don't want him yeah, to. But yeah, well, you know, yeah. a footballer's career is in essence ten years. Yeah, you know, of course. You go a little bit over that, a little bit under it, but you've got ten years at the top, if you like. Um, so yeah, you, you can see players possibly wanting to move on if if we fail to kick on from here. Mm. But with the stadium due to land soon, yes. um, we hope. I, I think that could give us the impetus to to really kick on now. 
I've mentioned the stadium, so I better sort of elaborate on that. Mm-hmm. Well, you had an update from the club yesterday saying that there's absolutely no way it's going to be available in January. Yeah. Um, they've moved the Manchester United game to Wembley. It would appear, from what everyone's saying, the mumblings everywhere, is that we are going to get test events in January. That's the target. Now, if that happens and those test events are conducted correctly and done, then we will have a February opening for the stadium. Uh, they don't want to put dates on it, um, understandably, because they tried to put dates on it before and it's gone horrifically wrong. Yeah. So they, we, we all just got to put it out of our heads again, I think. You know, okay, it's, it's, the, it's been moved back. Once we're in it and it's our ground and it's all done, all of this would be forgotten. Yeah, of you course know, Ten years' time. It's, it's just, unfortunately, we are the fans right now who are kind of suffering for the the good of the club for the next hundred years. So Yeah, of course. I mean, it's it's disappointing that the fact that the, it's not going to be Manchester United because it would it kind of had a bit of a yeah, poetic feel to it with it the did. last game it being did. at uh, White Lane being man, against Man United. But, you know, you, you say about it, uh, February, you know, and obviously they don't, they don't want to put dates on it, but... The the last sixteen of the Champions League that's played in February, isn't it? So that you, you're wondering whether the first game might be a Champions League game there. Well, you'd love that. I mean, it, this they will desperately have for a reason I discussed last week, which is just hilarious, but at the same time can be quite serious. Oh, with the advert, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they will desperately want it open for the Champions League. Mm. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, Anyway, it's now time to turn over to our social media. We got some questions from our Instagram and our Facebook this week. Now it's time for your comments. And here we go. We'll start with Instagram because I horrifically butcher people's screen names on Instagram. You love this, don't you? I really don't. And, and the first one, I got no hope at all. Adira, Adiraj Bali. Uh, if that's you, I apologise for getting that wrong. Uh, possible signings in January, and what was the big surprise Pock spoke about? Um, Pochettino was relating to, um, uh, was being discussing Daniel Levy's bought him a Christmas present, and he done all that is yet. So. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to think about it. It's a big, it's a, it's a big ribbon around the new stadium. <laughs> we wish that's what it was. I don't know. I, I remember Daniel Levy giving Harry Redknapp a present of Van Van der Vaart. Uh, that do, yeah, that do, a present like that, please. Yeah, here's, <laughs> yeah, here's Messi. Um, possible signings in January. Now we're about to go into the transfer frenzy season. So I've every question, every time we've been asked this for the last few weeks, I've kind of gone. No, not going to talk about it because we're going to be talking about nothing but that yeah, soon. Yeah. But I will just say the rumour that's going around, it seems to be in every paper, but all originates back to the same source, which is a fan thing in Paris, is that um, uh, midfielder at Paris Saint-Germain, Rabiot, I don't know how to say his name, yeah. um, he is being linked to us. We were after him before. That's right. Um, I think it's possibly two plus two situation going on. The main reason why I say that is because we are over our foreign players allowance, so to sign another foreign player non homegrown would make very little sense. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's why I think that. Now the next question we have here is Rock Me Amadeus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Even> now, <laughs> this this is my life. 
Um, just wanted to ask, uh, KWP performance grade, question mark, Lorente trade transfer request, question mark, who would you see, like to see rested against Burnley? Um, okay, I'll put it to you, Matt. Uh, what would you reckon? Carl Walker-Peters performance out of 10. Out of 10? Um, hmm. I, I mean, I'd, I'd give him... Give him a, a seven to eight. I think. I think he done well. Like you say, you know, he he, he it was the it was the, the mistake that caused the goal. But yeah, I, I, you know, he 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 could have. And, and, and like we said earlier, you know, he had the arm around his shoulder and he could have capitulated, but he didn't, did he? You know, and nope. it it was. He's, he's a youngster. He's, he's still a youngster and very inexperienced. He's played so little, hasn't he, in the first team? Yeah. You know, to go what play what three or four Premier League games and then go into the, a Champions League decider in the new game against Barcelona. That's young shoulders yeah. with a heavy responsibility. So I was I was impressed with him overall, definitely. Yeah. No, I'd, yeah. I'd have gone a seven. Yeah. Um, Lorente wants to leave. Yeah, we knew that. Um, he wants to go back to Spain, but he's content to run his contract down. Yeah. And the last thing, who would I like to see rested against Burnley? To be honest with you, anyone who needs it. Yeah. <laughs> I know that sounds like a really contrite answer, but at the moment we are having to rotate so heavily and but Portugal is putting so much faith in the squad and he's right to so let's see I, let's see what happens but, but I I know this squad quite well now and I, I can tell you most of them will probably be putting their hands up ready to go yeah, um, yeah. I'd like to see Lamilla yeah. start on Saturday I'd really like to see him start I think he will yeah. I think uh, I think you'll see Lucas and him start yeah um, and possibly see uh the King get another I don't know we'll have to wait and we'll see. see we'll see how the players are um, and last one on here is can Musa be our new right back uh, obviously relating to Sissoko that's from Danny Grimm um, we can certainly cover there he proved that in the game a uh, big difference in slotting in and playing a whole game though so I don't think people should try and <laughs> try and convert him to a right back because of, of a 50 minute stint but yeah yeah, no, he, he certainly slotted in and helped us out. So, um, chugging on over to Facebook, and the first one I have here is Stefan Cruz Alvarez, who says, Winks, Sissoko, Dyer, Wanyama, Skip, and Amos. Are we now covered to sell Dembele with them? Um, oh, that's an interesting one. What do you think, Matt? I think, I think uh, with Dembele, funny enough, I was having a conversation with one of my friends uh, out in Barcelona, and with, with Dembele, he... He's, he's not like you, you know he, 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 he's not the player he was two or three years ago was he so even yep. now if he was fit I'd, like I'd, if if he's he's injured now it, three years ago I'd be gutted that he's injured but I don't feel so gutted now if you know what I mean so he's not kind of yeah. because we know he's not the player he's we we yeah we've got we've got some uh, d- decent options in midfield I mean then they're, they're not Dembele are they I mean I, when I was yeah. having a conversation with my friend he, he he said to me that I think there's a quote I think you you might have even mentioned it about Dem, uh, Pochettino saying if he'd have got Dembele when he was 20 or 21 he could have made him the best yeah. player in the world you yeah, know and I don't I, I don't yeah that. I agree I don't disagree with that at all but yeah so you're never going to have a player like him but we've got we've got tenacious midfielders we've got midfielders that can like you know like Winks who can you know, can retain possession and maybe not the same um, physique as as uh, as Dembele, but yeah, you know, different players have got different attributes, haven't they? And we we we, we I miss the Dembele of two years ago. You know, he, I loved him to bits and loved what what he brought to the squad. But we, we the squad's evolving, isn't it? And the players we've got that you know, I'm I'm happy with the players we've got at the moment. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I. I... 
It's difficult, and the reason why I say it's difficult is because I think Dembele in form is still just a sensational player. To replace him, there just aren't many players out there who can replace that power and ability to Mm. retain possession. Um, There are a couple out there. There's a player ironically named Un Dembele, um, which has just everything about it should be a Tottenham signing you know it's got the N with the apostrophe which is you know we're all over that <laughs> and and his name sounds very similar to Dembele so we love one of them um, I yeah there's a few players now for me uh, the other thing that Stefan said there which I think is worth picking up on is he's mentioned about Skip etc coming through now I am a massive Oliver Skip fan. Um, I I go to bed and I heart Skip pajamas, but <laughs> he he still needs to be played in. You know, he yeah. needs to get games. Mm. And you know, for I'll, I'll tell you right now, if he started against Burnley at the weekend, one I wouldn't be surprised, and two I'd feel confident. That's that's how much faith I have in that kid. Yeah. Um, and I'd love to see that. By the way, Amos is a player who last season. I would have told you on the podcast is going to go. You'll get a deal with a lower league club. He performed so well on loan and then played so well in preseason and trained so hard at the start of the season, he was in the first team squad. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now, I am gutted that this kid got injured because I saw that with Alex Pritchard. Alex Pritchard went on loan and was the best player in the championship for Brentford. Mm. He came in, performed brilliantly in pre-season and then got injured and that was it. Yeah. Done. Yeah. He never made it back for us and we sold him. Amos is such a good midfielder and could be great for us in a deep midfield role. Homegrown, loves the club, really special. Now, when they come back from an injury like his, you never know how well it's going to go I am keeping everything crossed because if he comes back and can hit the same level I think Pop will definitely have him back in this first team squad would would fans generally accept losing Dembele and being replaced by academy players I don't know mm. I read you know our Facebook page 55,000 Spurs fans I read the comments on a daily basis and the perception is we aren't being, you know, we're not Champions League quality because we're playing youth players. Um, you know, Carl Walker-Peters isn't up to the level, um, stuff like that. I, 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 you know, I think that's crap, yeah, personally, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. So I would love to see Amos play and be a part of it. And I genuinely believe Skip is the box-to-box midfielder you know, he can put tackle in, he can pick passes, he's got his head up all the time, he looks to play forward, he can run with the ball, he's got everything to be a midfielder for a Tottenham at the Premier League level. And for me, he's at the Premier League level already. Yeah. If he was at Wolves or a club like that, he'd be starting he'd be every playing, game. yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we, we got the players coming through. And for me, because I focus so much on the academy, if Dembele left and the replacement in the squad was Skip, for example... I'd be telling everyone, trust me, we're okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two years ago, when Dembele was at that level, no one could touch no, him. Yeah. There wasn't a player in the world that could replace Absolutely. him in our squad. Mm, now, the Dembele that there is now, with much love for the effort and everything he's given us and the contribution, it's, you know, it's a different picture. It's a shame, isn't it? Because it's, it's because of the way he plays, 
is why he's where he is now, yeah. isn't it? Because he, because he, is, he gets yeah. so many, he must get hit so many times on the ankle. And well, I was going to say the guy gets lumps kicked out yeah, of every game yeah, I've ever watched. Yeah. Uh, Colin Parker says, "Let's pray the stadium sorted in time." Uh, basically, when I put our post this morning, I put up that poster we were talking about. Yeah. You know, the only place to watch Champions League in London this season is the new White Hart Lane. Uh, yeah, Colin, you're right. Let's, let's all hope. <laughs> now, the last comment we have is from someone called Idris Brugeman. There's no way I said that right. No <laughs> way at all. Uh, and you've asked, January signings, uh, love me a good rumour mill. Okay. How about we make one up? <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad idea, is it? And let's see how far it goes. Um, <laughs> all right, go on then, Matt. Let's think. Should we, should we just create a player or should we link it? Because... Genuinely, no. Me and Dan did this a few years ago okay. when we were feeling particularly stupid. <laughs> we created a football player from scratch, <laughs> and we wanted to see how far it would go as a rumor, and how much people actually look into things before they retweet or do anything like that. I'd like to point out that it made the HITC news. <laughs> really? No way! Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> We I can't even remember the name. It was ridiculous. Like Unimelel Unda Falalala from Peruvia, and he was 21 and uh, rated as the next best striker in the world. You know all this crap we wrote about him. Uh, created a Wikipedia page. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> which clearly was the only source people use. Um, and at the bottom of the wiki, I mean, I might even go look. That Wikipedia page might still be there, and if it is, I might do it again. Oh, it's got to be done. It's got to be done. Previous linked with Tottenham in two thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, anyway, but yeah. So when you hear transfer rumours, people do have a little look because some people are bastards out there, and I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, all joking aside, uh, Adrian Rabiot appears to be the one big rumour. Uh, I still don't think there's any truth in it because of our uh, homegrown players issue. Um, if you see us linked to good players that are homegrown in the championship, I'd pay a lot more attention to that. Mm. I'm aware through a, a friend of mine that we've scouted a lot of players in the championship this season. I, w- so, I wonder whether the um, uh, the Villa guy is going to get... Uh, uh, Jack Grealish? Yeah. Um, he signed a new deal, which of course means the fee's going to be still quite high. Um, I don't know. I'd like to think we'd go back in for him because the position he plays, and I think uh, our manager would just get the best out of it. Yeah, of course. You, you know, talking about starting a rumour, you know, uh, you wouldn't go absolutely outrageous. Oh, yeah, it. go on. How about we say that um, with Lucas Moura, uh, obviously playing for PSG yeah. before yeah. and being Brazilian, he's yeah. really close friends with Neymar. They are actually. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And he's persuaded him to come over for a short term loan uh, for for six months uh, just to help us try to win the Premier League. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, okay. I heard that. Um, Neymar's made uh, millions and now he's decided he wants to give to charity. Yeah, for us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, mate, I mean, that's it. I'm done. Awesome. Uh, I've had I've had a lot of fun. Um, I hope everybody listening got to enjoy Matt's story oh. of his trip to Barcelona. I know I did. I think I should start a GoFundMe page for like just my pain so then I can pay for the next one and make sure I get a decent oh. flight from that city. Honestly, mate, the fact that when you left the stadium we scored, no one's going to pay for that. 
Unless there is a condition that the minute you arrive at the ground, you go, okay, thanks everybody, I'm off. I've got to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you Spurs. I just, on another, uh, another point, just while I was thinking while you were saying it about your skip pyjamas, you've missed yeah. a trick there, haven't you? What you should have on them is my heart skips a beat every time I think of you. That's going to have yeah, to be your Christmas true. present, mate. <laughs> to, to be honest with you, I, I've still got my uh, Harry Winks pyjamas with squad number 40. Oh, That's yeah, 40 well, I love Winks. it, yeah, awesome. <laughs> Yeah, he should have done that. I'd, I'd have bought every shirt they bought out. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, big thank you to you, obviously, for being our roving reporter in Barcelona. No worries, mate. Um, we played Burnley this weekend. Uh, come on, you Spurs. We know you can do it. Uh, the result in Barcelona is phenomenal. Now we got to back it up. Yes. Uh, but I will speak to you next week, my friend. Uh, big thank you to everybody for listening. We always really appreciate you getting in touch. We'll speak to you next week. Take care, mate. you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. Be sure to join over 50,000 other Spurs fans on our Facebook page at Spurs News. Until next time, come on you Spurs! And remember, to dare is to do.